Hey everyone, Jake Hamilton here. Welcome back to Random Ramblings. Um, this morning I wanna talk about living in the moment, about the idea that we are promised today, we are promised this hour, and what are we gonna do with it? How are we gonna invest this moment? It's just kind of where my brain was at this morning, so let's jump right in. Uh, I wanna talk about living in the present, in the in the moment, I got a good book years ago called uh, "The Ego Is the Enemy," and in it, one of the quotes that I ended up, you know, adapting for my own use at this point. Um, by the way, that book "Ego Is the Enemy" is by a guy named Ryan Holiday, and uh, the quote that I kind of adapted for myself is is the real definition of ego is trying to fix our past and figure out our future, never living in the present, which is interesting for us as believers because Jesus paid for our past. The Father has a hope and a future for us. And the present, we were given the Holy Spirit to live and dwell and enjoy in. And I think some of us, we're so busy trying to fix the past, which Jesus blessed. He didn't just cover it. He didn't just go, well, that was a real bummer. Let's hide that from you. Let's just demolish your past. He goes, I actually want to bless your entire story. I want to bless the fact that you went through some stuff that was really sucky, but I want to let you know that I use all things to the good. Even the most tragic, broken parts of your story, I'm going to use them. I'm going to utilize them. I have been utilizing them to give you this beautiful narrative that makes you uniquely you, unlike any other human being on planet earth. And the father has a future for us, hope and a future that we don't have to put our hands on. We don't have to try and figure out. In fact, sometimes I think, um, I look at it like, God, man, we get so many in, in our culture. Maybe you're not from maybe a, a charismatic culture or a more prophetic culture. Um, I know in the, some of the cultures we've been around that a lot of these prophetic words, people end up trying to figure out. I've done it in the past too. We try to figure out how to make those words have. I've got to position myself sort of under the waterfall of these words in order to receive this thing that I got a prophetic word about. And you know, the job or the finance or the, the provision or the thing or the stuff or the opportunity. I've got to make sure I position myself. And, and I, I'm wondering... Maybe all the words and all the prophetic words we get and the idea of prophecy from scripture, and again, these are random ramblings, so please don't theologically hold me to these things. I'm just like verbally throwing this out there. And I'm going like, what if these prophetic words were about giving us a peace and a security in the moment we're living in, not a plan and a strategic outline for what's supposed to happen for the future, Um, especially because... The Bible is very clear. Jesus says, do not worry about tomorrow for tomorrow has enough worries of its own. That these prophetic words are actually supposed to line us up in the present to be still, to be patient with with mercy and grace for ourselves and for our story so that we can actually learn to be kind to ourselves, empowered by the Holy Spirit, to be kind to ourselves in the current moment that we're living in. So we actually have Jesus, who's, I just kind of see it in those three parts, sort of the Trinity in these three places where the, you know, Jesus is, is, is blessing the past. The Father is planning our future. And the Holy Spirit is allowing us to be, is, is anchoring us in the present so that we can actually learn and grow from the moment we're in it. We're in. And I, I love that. Yea, though we walk through the valley of the shadow of death, uh, we'll fear no evil. And the idea that, like, the hard stuff that we go through, we're not supposed to um, try to skip over. We're not supposed to jump over it and call it glory to glory in some theological sense. We're not jumping over the hard stuff. We're actually 
actually sitting in the midst of the darkness. We're actually sitting in the dark for a little longer and letting our eyes adjust so that we can see a little clearly. And I know some of us maybe have done that. You know, when, you, when you're a kid, maybe you haven't done it as you're an adult, but the, you know, when it's completely pitch black, when all the lights go out and at first you're like, I am blind. I cannot see a thing. But if you give yourself just a few moments, you'll begin to see in the dark in a, in a much better way. Your eyes learn to adjust. And I think some of us, when we get to these hard moments, like even like what we're in, where there, it feels like everything is crisis, everything is broken, everything is fear, everything is stress. If we just sit with peace anchored in the Holy Spirit, knowing that our, our past is blessed, the story that got us to this point, Jesus is not trying to hide from us or destroy. He's actually trying to show us and give us perspective on it. And the future, we don't have to try to see, we don't have to try to put our hands on the wheel and drive the car into the future that we think should happen for ourselves. But the Father is actually intricately involved. If we actually just sit in the midst of what we're, what we're in today, and let our eyes, our hearts, our minds, our spirit adjust to this space. What could we see? And I think, I think that's why I'm like this morning, I was kind of just overwhelmed about living in the moment that I'm in, not the moment I wish I was in, not, you know, what's going to come after this, what's going to come after quarantine. You know, when I have to do as soon as we get out of this, this is the 55 things I'm going to do. Really, who cares? Who, who knows what's coming after this? Who knows what, what kind of world we're walking into after these realities? Is it going to be a week? Is it going to be on Easter? Is it going to be, you know, it's going to be three months. Is it going to be, no, 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 no. I, that, that's not what matters. What matters is this moment. I have this moment. And can I sit in stillness long enough to let my eyes adjust, to let my, my spirit adjust, my heart adjust, my mind adjust to this moment so that I can see things Clearly, not for the sake of even sharing, but just for the sake of my own heart, of my own, my own tenderness before God, my own, like, my own reality before him. And for the sake of my family and my friends, how, how can I utilize, how can I invest this moment? How can I invest that? No, 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 when I'm done, then I'm going to do this. Oh man, I'm going to go. No, no, no. Like, how do I invest this moment? How, how can I, do I send videos to my friends? Do I, do I like send just encouragements to them? Can I send even even gifts? Can I, what, 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 God, what can I do to give my kids a little more attention, my wife a little more affection? What can I do in my house? What can I, is there, is there moments that I can steal to be silent before you? Is there passages or books that I wanted to read, but I'm spending four or five hours a day on social media or on news? Is there things that I can commit to? Are there days that I can fast? Is there, is there things even in this season that I can fast? I just feel like, how can we be stewards of the moment? Not what we did have or what we might have, but what we do have. And I don't know, I'm not great at this. I'm just saying like, that's why it's just totally random rambling. But I'm like, this Kairos moment, that idea of even, like, it's not Kronos, it's Kairos. In the Greek, Kronos is where we get our word chronological, the idea of, of time and order, a chronological order, the stream of time. But then Kairos, these, the now moment, the, the now word in, in the beginning of the book of Mark, it actually, Jesus uses that word when he says, the time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe in the gospel. It, it, it's... Can we see the Kairos moment? Like the time is fulfilled. The time is now. That the kingdom is actually being released. That we have in our opportunity to that, which is so rad that, that I love the words Jesus ties to this. 
is he ties repent and believe. Like in this moment, can we even allow our hearts to grieve? Maybe the reason we're feeling so afraid and anxious is because we haven't actually admitted that we're sad. You know, maybe it's because we haven't taken a few minutes to just be sad and not feel bad about it or shame ourselves, but being kind to our own hearts and our own bodies in this moment to go, no, I actually feel some things and I'm not going to ignore them. I'm going to trust Holy Spirit and I'm going to engage and I'm going to let my eyes adjust to the dark a little bit. So that's my random rambling this morning. Um, If you guys, again, you want to engage, you want to ask questions, want to talk a little bit about this together, um, please download the Anchor app, uh, the Anchor app, anchor.fm, anchor like a ship (laughs) uh, that holds a ship in place. Um, And you can actually leave a voice message on there and I can add it to the podcast and we can talk or DM me on Instagram or hit me up on Facebook messages, whatever. Just like, let's, let's talk a little bit about this. But in the meantime, we just bless your family from our family to yours. We bless you guys and pray peace on your household. See you tomorrow.